expectation is a form of faith. It's believing in the unseen. And you know what? So is fear. That bad thing that you're afraid of has not happened yet. Why don't you believe in the good thing? Are you ready to master your mindset and your business? Join thousands of women each week who use this podcast as a tool to create financial and emotional wealth. And when you're ready to scale to the next level, visit theunstoppablewoman.com slash go. So we're going to start right away about um, where money comes from. Hey, you've heard me say this already, that money comes from spirit, source, infinite intelligence, all the money that is, yep, zoom out because it's way out there, right? It's all the money that is, that ever will be, is here and it's here now, okay? It's just not in form, right? You can't touch it, okay? It's here and it's here now but it's not in form and it's not in your bank account. Okay. And quite frankly, if you're not making the kind of money that you want, you don't yet know how to call it from non-form, the woo, right? The ether, the like, I can't see it. So maybe it's not real, but we saw yesterday that there are lots of things that your senses can't take in that are real. Okay. Magnetic like orientation that turtles have. Oh my God, right? Like the radar that bats have, right? We don't have that. We can't see it. How do we know it's there? For for like millennial, millennium centuries, let's try that. We didn't know what that was. Science has consistently unwrapped these things that we used to just call God because we didn't have an explanation for them, okay? And there are a thousand trillion million other things that are like that. Everything is God. And some things we see, some things we conceptualize, some things we we know already, but many things we don't. Okay. And, And just because you don't see them, you can't touch them, you can't relate to them with your senses doesn't mean it's not there. Your dog can hear things you can't hear. Okay. You know that. Okay. So money comes from this ethereal state, this non-form, and it can't, it gets transmuted. That's a fancy word for changed into form. It comes into form. So how does that happen exactly? So here you are going away, going along your, your merry way, and you've got an idea. And it comes to you. These are thousand ideas a day. Some of them match you. Some of them resonate with you. Remember the law of vibration. The law of vibration says that you will match to what you are at a frequency on. So if you're on a frequency, if your level of awareness is down here and you have, you're on a frequency of fear, doubt, scarcity, grief, frustration, um, sadness, depression, anxiety, whatever it is, okay? And it could be just a smidge of that, but also just a level of awareness about your belief system, right? You believe it's hard to make money, okay? Then you're going to match with ideas 
that say it's hard to make money because everything is here and it's here now. The law, that's what the, the, the law of polarity says. So if you think it's hard to make money, then you are going to match with an idea that it's hard to make money. If you match, if you're at a frequency where you're like, I actually know in my body that it's easy to make money, as much money as I want, because you've proven it to yourself, you've taken the action, then you'll match with that kind of idea. Now, when I say everything is here and it's here now, God holds nothing back. Everything is God. All the ideas that ever were and ever will be are here and here now. This is what the law of polarity says. If this is like too much for you, you have to really study the stuff. You have to immerse yourself in it. Okay. Because this is how the universe works. This is the order of the universe and you have to get in alignment with it to, to execute, to, to, to work it. So it's not that bad thoughts don't exist or bad, bad. This is a valued judgment, but it's not like anxiety doesn't exist or poverty doesn't exist. It does. Okay. But as we talked about yesterday, law of neutrality, I'm not available for that. And instead you become available for the, the concepts and ideas that you want to match with. And then that comes in from, from the non-form into you. And then you have this idea in your mind. It's an intellectual thought. This is, this is spirit. This is intellect. And then when you get emotionally involved with that thought, it goes into your body goes into your body. You know what anxiety feels like in your body. You've gotten emotionally involved with a negative thought, okay? With a fear thought, with an uncertainty thought. You know what delight feels like in your body. You know what feeling lit up and in flow feels like in your body. You've gotten emotionally involved with a delightful thought. That is your vibration, okay? This is your vibration. It's your emotional frequency. You have emotions all day long. Do you not? I feel good. I feel bad. I feel tired. I feel energized. No one says, I have an emotional vibration of happiness right now. Okay. But that's exactly what it is. Okay. And when you get emotionally involved with something, you act on that emotion. You take action in the physical world. This is spiritual. This is mental. This is your intellect. And this is your physical. This is physical world. Money is not in your mind. Money is in the physical world. You have to act to get results in this physical world. One of the things that are, is a result is how much money you make and how much money you don't make. What kind of relationships you have? What kind of relationships light you up or don't like? How many, how, like great team members, frustrating team members. Great environment, great friends, great community, great support, or sucky environment, sucky community, sucky support, right? These are all kinds of results, okay? But if you are in an emotional frequency, if you're at a level of awareness, of 
don't get triggered by this, guys. Just hear me. Of ignorance, which you are if you're not getting the results that you want. I am too. If I said I wanted to be a billionaire, I currently don't know how to do that from the level of awareness that I'm at. That's not my goal right now. So I'm not worried about that. Okay. I'm not concerned about that. I know how to get to the next level of where I'm going. Okay. Because I know how to work this methodology. But each, each time you have to move from a place of ignorance to a place of awareness. You have to grow yourself. You have to grow on the inside to get different results. You have to grow your, your level of awareness. This is your, your, your concept so that you can match with the ideas that are going to give you the results that you want. So the law of perpetual transmutation of energy says substance can be transmuted. That means change. That's a fancy term for change. Changed. But it can never be destroyed. Substance is constantly going from a formless state to a physical state and back again. This is the progressive creative operation of the universe. Okay? So our minds are like switching stations. Okay? Our, what we think about, our level of awareness that, that directs what we think about are like switching stations. Okay? It's like I connect with this idea. So they're like switching stations. If you're at a level of awareness of I know how to make 100K, you're going to be connected with the ideas of how to make 100K. If you have a level of awareness of how to make a million dollars, you will be connected with the ideas of how to make a million dollars. Okay? And your minds switch to that. It's like, you know, the old-fashioned telephone. It gets plugged in. The operator goes, oh, she needs to be plugged in over here. And you start getting the ways and the means to do what you want to do, which is why it's so critical to keep yourself at a high level of awareness, to keep immersing yourself in like building your knowledge and upping your, your level of awareness And that includes not slipping down into a vibration, an emotional vibration of this can't work. It's not for me. I'm not good enough, right? That's a a level of awareness that is dropping below where you want to be. I love this quote. Van Gogh said this, I dream my paintings and then I paint my dreams. It's the idea that comes first. It's, it's that, that, that download from the universe. I dream my painting, paintings and then I paint my dreams, okay? So he, he tapped into his, his vision first. He got, and that moved his level of awareness to a different place. And then he had this, this, this vision and then he took action on it. Then he paints his dreams. So you get this idea, it comes into you. You, you have a picture of it in your mind. You get emotionally involved in it. And then that causes you to take certain kinds of actions and you get certain kinds of results. Okay. Spirit and the universe is moving through us, through us always. These are the, 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 the ideas coming into us. 
And then we have a desire. Oh, that's that feels good. You're you're in vibration with that new idea. Okay. And it shows up as a desire. And remember, we said desire is causative. Okay. This causes us to think new thoughts. And we have different feelings. And then we take different actions and we have different experiences and results. And those different experiences and results, what do they do? They raise our level of awareness. And then we are at a different vibration. And then we connect with what the universe has for us at that higher level. Okay. So this is a constant loop. Okay. Okay. So this is what you, what you want to be mastering. And it's so important to really understand how to manage yourself so that you are, are going to a higher level of awareness and know how to manage your inner game so that you are at a level of vibration, level of awareness, that's going to attract the ways and means to call in what you want, not what you don't want. Okay. Now, if we go over here to the manifestation matrix for a second, you have to, to hold, hold this in your mind. So in the beginning, there's a wobble. You don't understand how this works. Okay. You don't understand how to keep a clear idea in your mind and be able to get emotion positively, emotionally invested in it. Okay. So you go into this denial phase. Okay but we want to skip that denial phase. That's not a place that's very productive. Okay? That's where you you slide back rather than go forward. And instead, we want to go desire, skip denial. If we have denial, we don't want to go into guilt and shame about it. We just want to acknowledge it and do the stop the spin out exercise that we did yesterday. Decide, no way. This is what I'm ha- this is what's happening. I'm doing this. And then we have to be in a hundred percent expectation of its fulfillment. That's how you stay in that energetic state. And I want to read to you something from this book again. The, the key to the law then is we are continually drawing into life what we give and expect. Remember, giving is the first law of receiving. So what we give so if you're at a vibration of scarcity, you're giving scarcity, you're giving fear to other people. I am not in a vibration of scarcity. You do not feel that. That is not what I give to you. Okay. That's not what I give to my clients. The key to the law then is we are continually drawing into life what we give and expect. Whether we attract good or bad, it is governed by the same principle. You've probably made the remark, oh yes, it is just as I expected. And especially when some unpleasant condition or circumstance arose, you invited the condition just because you gave out the thought of expecting it. You can also expect good to appear on the same principle, and you can help it come to pass by the method of your preparation. Many failures in demonstrations. Demonstrations is an old-fashioned word for manifestation or creation or making it real. Okay, so many failures in demonstrations are because we do not force our expectations to keep a pace with our desires. I'm going to say that again. I have it underscored in my book. We do many failures in results. Okay, 
in results. You say you want something, but you don't get it. Many failures in results, in demonstrations, are because we do not force our expectations to keep a pace with our desires. Now, he uses the word force there. I want you to really pay attention to that. That is a demand that you're putting on yourself and on the universe, okay? You have to commit to that. You have to learn how to lock your mind. You have to adjust your thinking. You cannot be someone who goes off the rails here. And in the beginning, in the beginning, and the beginning can be quite a while, in the beginning, that is a challenge because you're conditioned to think negatively and wish positively. And that doesn't work, okay? Doesn't work. So very often we desire, oh, this is the next concept here. Very often we desire one thing and expect in our hearts another, which creates confusion, okay? You will never get what you want if you are thinking one thing and emotionally invested in the fact that it's not going to happen, okay? In the fact that it's not going to happen. A house divided against itself cannot stand. When a, man, when a mind is confused, there is no cooperation, nor is there united force to attract the strength it requires. Okay? So he goes on, and then he says, you may ask, can I desire things not ready for me to have? Can I ask too much of the law? Does the law withhold things from me which are not for my good? True desire represents the urge of life seeking a fuller expression and is kept alive by continuous expectation of its fulfillment. Continuous expectation of its fulfillment. This faith, okay? The world might be falling apart around you. It might not be working, right? And then you go into the spin. No, you don't continuous expectation of its fulfillment. You have to have the desire and you have to have the expectation that it will work. Not, I want it to work, but I expect it to be hard and struggling and take three years and I'm going to fail and it's not going to work. Uh-uh. You can't do that. Now, I know you will do that and you're going to be gentle and loving with yourself, but you cannot do that and expect to have different results, okay? So I'm gonna read that again. True desire, this is like, this sentence in this book, you need to like put by your bedside and read it every single freaking night and every single freaking morning. True desire represents the urge of life seeking a fuller expression and it's kept alive by its continuous expectation of its fulfillment. It brings to us Ways and means for its manifestations. Okay, I'm going to pause there. Ways and means to its manifestations. Can we go back over here? Look where expectation, if you're doing this linearly, okay, look where expectation is. That is before action. Okay, expectation calls in the ways and the means. You have to be open to it, okay? Expectation works with with being open to it. You have to be open to it. Calls in the ways and means, and then you act on it. And you keep choosing 
to expect. You keep choosing to move forward. You keep choosing to have more life. You keep choosing to work in, in, in order, not in disorder. You keep choosing to work according to the law. You keep choosing to choose for yourself, not against yourself. Choose for more, not for fear, not for scarcity. Okay. And this is how you become unstoppable. No desires felt until the supply is ready to appear. No mind can be conscious of a need or a desire unless the possibility of its fulfillment exists. So if you think you can, you will. If you think you can't, you won't. That's a a quote from Napoleon Hill. Think and grow rich. Okay? So if you think you can, you will. If you think you can't, you won't. Period. Full stop. Now, the challenge is that up until now, you might not have had that level of belief in yourself. So you're in doubt. And that's a self-sabotage. You're in that place where you think you can't. And you need to get to the place where it's inevitable. Like like, uh, Erin said in her interview, she's gotten to a place where it's inevitable. She thinks she can, so she will. Okay. And in the beginning, as she said in that story that she told, all she had was my belief in her because she didn't think she could, but I knew that she could. And she believed in my belief in her and that got her through the hard times. And that's what built the momentum and got her from quitting to now, what did she say she was going to make this year? Something like 500K from 11K. Okay. So there's so much, so many examples of this. If you don't think that you can have cash flow or, or make sales, that's because you don't believe in your heart of hearts that you can receive that. That's a self-image thing. That's a self-worth thing. Okay. You have to learn how to believe. What about where the clients are? So many people talk to me like, they're, they're, where are my clients? Okay. I don't expect that's a, that. If you say to yourself, where are the clients? That is an expectation of negative faith. That's an expectation that they are not here, which is not true. Look out your window, billions of people. Okay. There's just no scarcity. No scarcity but that's a self-image thing, okay? That's a belief thing. The idea that you'll be judged, okay? And I shouldn't do this because I'm going to get hurt. That's a double bind. That's an expectation of judgment, okay? What does that do? It means I expect to be hurt. I expect it not to work, okay? Or maybe it's the expectation of being disappointed. So then you energize and you look for that. Okay. Expectation is a form of faith. It's believing in the unseen. And you know what? So is fear. That bad thing that you're afraid of has not happened yet. Why don't you believe in the good thing? You got to look at that. Okay. Okay. 